0: Hi, I'm Amber Rose, and you're listening to The Confidence Column, a virtual advice column that answers all the burning questions you have about how to effectively communicate yourself, your needs, and your desires with more confidence. We'll talk about boosting self-esteem, living with authenticity, standing up for yourself, and even topics on your most feared confidence crushers overcoming imposter syndrome, releasing perfectionism, stopping the comparison game, and establishing and upholding your boundaries. Do you have a question for me? Remember to send it my way. I'll be answering your questions on a fresh new episode every Wednesday. Keep listening for this week's advice, and thanks for tuning in to The Confidence Column. Hello, friends, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of The Confidence Column. Are you someone who worries about what other people think about you? This is a question I asked my Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and I had someone send me a question for advice. So I wanted to share it here this week. Her question reads, hey, Amber. Yes, I definitely worry about what other people think of me a lot of the time. I don't want to say things because I don't want them to think that I'm dumb or something. I've been trying to do more self-confidence work, which is how I found your page. And when I saw your question, I realized I do this a lot. I worry a lot about what other people think about me. I know this is a thing and I can see other women in my life having issues with it too. Are we all dealing with this? And is there a way to truly stop it forever? These questions are so great. Thank you for answering the poll on my Instagram. And thank you for having the courage to send me your question. I just wanted to start by bringing a little bit of attention to the first part of your question, where you admitted, I don't want them to think I'm dumb or something. I feel like this is a collective trauma response to being a woman in our society. We get a lot of programming that tells us that we aren't enough, smart enough, strong enough, pretty enough, that we think with our emotions too much and not enough with our logic. And then when we do speak up, people try to diminish what we are sharing with this implication of not enoughness or that someone else has something more valuable to say, more valuable than you a woman does, right? So first off, being seen as dumb and being dumb are two different things. Are you dumb? No. Will people see you as dumb? Maybe. Sometimes. Who knows? But not speaking up because of what someone might think versus what is actually true is harmful to you because you deserve to be heard. You deserve to have opinions and perspectives and to share them in a conversation, Okay, so there is one caveat here. If you do end up saying something dumb, just own it. We all say dumb things sometimes. Everyone, every single person has said something dumb or incorrect, even harmful. It could be straight up wrong. That's okay. Learning how to take accountability when you're wrong is a good trait to have. With this caveat, know that you are not dumb. If someone thinks you're dumb for something you say and then they don't bother to talk to you about it afterward... That says more about them than it does about you and your intelligence level. And I hope that this clears up the dumb part. I feel like I've definitely felt this before and I've worked with women who have felt this before. This idea that we somehow are like lower intelligence, have lower intelligence, um, and therefore we don't speak up. I really hope that we can begin reframing and dropping this idea of being dumb. You're not dumb. And what you have to offer is very valuable. So speak up. For the second part of your question, wondering if we're all dealing with this. Well, I can't speak for everyone. There may be women who who don't, you know, but I would venture to say that there are a good majority of women who do struggle with this and some may be struggling with it and not even know it or know the extent to which it impacts them. It's because we've been conditioned to constantly consider our presence in the world, what we're allowed to do, where we're allowed to show up, if we're going to be safe, right? So it's just kind of ingrained in us. This could be showing up in in regular life. Can I enter this room? Who is it okay to talk to? How do I get respect sitting at this table? And we even get these messages through our media, right? Like your summer body is made in winter. Are you working on it? Or here, this makeup will make you look beautiful. Why aren't you using it yet? Are your clothes in fashion? Or do you look like a (laughs) fuddy-duddy? I use that because these are three things that I've actually heard in the media before. Fuddy-duddy. It's so funny. (laughs) Okay, and then some of these questions come to us from the outside. And they aren't great questions. They're actually kind of harmful and hurtful. People judge us because of existing how we want to in a particular moment and think that it's okay to treat us poorly when something bad happens to us. Well, why were you wearing that? Why were you walking there alone? Why did you drink too much that night? See, we live in a world that constantly asks women to be hyper aware of themselves for preservation, to be allowed to walk the earth unharmed, to be allowed to be vocal without argument, to be allowed to exist outside of how we look, for more than how we look, for who we are. And is who we are okay? Therefore, we are hypersensitive to judgment. We think about what other people think about us all the time. And it's a kind of sad thing. These thoughts actually can function to help keep us safe sometimes. That's like a really sad thing to admit. This hypersensitivity can keep us safe. I want to try and help put it into another perspective. There's a difference between worrying about what other people think and being mindful of what other people are thinking. I can see that a lot of pain that women experience around this topic stems from the worrying part. So like, how can we drop the worrying and like, yeah, be mindful of the rooms you enter. Be mindful of the things you say. Be mindful of how you're present in the world with dropping the worrying part. Now, (laughs) I like how you phrase this forever. Is there a way to truly stop worrying forever? (laughs) Forever sounds like a really big undertaking. I mean, stopping anything forever sounds like a really big undertaking. And if you struggled with this to the point that it's keeping you stuck or stalled or quiet or playing small, you probably see it as a huge undertaking, right? How? How can you stop caring about what other people think? If you haven't figured out the how, you're probably feeling really stuck. That being said, there are definitely things that you can do that can put what other people think of you behind what you think of yourself. That's what's important here. What you think of yourself and that you put it before what you fear other people may or may not think of you. For many, this fear of judgment is right up front in our mind. It's the first thing that you think about. The process here is moving that back in your mind. When you encounter these moments worrying about what someone is thinking about you, can you create some pause and some space around that worrying? One of my favorite questions to ask myself is, who do I value more in this moment? Someone else and what they may think about me or me and speaking up in this moment when I have something valuable to say? And I just want to be super clear that you can have respect for someone else and still value yourself more. It doesn't have to be that what you say is more valuable than what they say. It means you're not letting what they may think about you stop you from including yourself. Be included. Be respectful of others, but also value yourself enough to be part of the conversation. It's okay to think that someone may not treat you with consideration when you speak up, but if they don't, How much do you really care about what they think anyway? And is that more than you care about what you think about yourself? Let's talk about this as the placement in your head. Remember, I said that right now what you have is like the fear of judgment right up front and everything behind it. But we want to move how you value yourself and you value your thoughts up front and move that judgment back. I like to picture this like one of those standing folder files that you put on your desk It can hold one file up front, then one behind it, and another behind that one, so that you can quickly access those files throughout the day. I just want to give a little shout out to my admin Bettys of the past. (laughs) I have not forgotten all of those organizational tips. (laughs) If you're putting their thoughts as that first file, and what you want to share as the second, third, or first file, the first one you're going to grab is their judgment. So how can you move that back a notch or two and have what you want to share in that first slot? I'm not telling you not to be mindful of their file. It's just not the first one that you're going to pull. This can be particularly challenging with people that you admire, your mentors, leaders you look up to. And I'm not saying let your thoughts spew wild from your mouth without thinking about them. Just remember that they were once where you are. True mentors and leaders value what people have to say, even when those people are still learning. When you value what you're going to share, other people will too. So this is a practice in bringing in mindfulness and value to your sharing. I don't know if you noticed, but a good chunk of this talk today has been about reverting your thoughts back to you. It's important to be mindful of other people, but always, always the first thought should be with you, how you value yourself how you respect yourself, how what you say and what you do is valuable and important. (laughs) As I'm saying all of this, I've used the word value a million times in this podcast, but it's really, really important to me that you understand the value of using your voice, speaking up, being heard. It's valuable. You are valuable. So please, please understand this and keep doing it. Everyone around you may not like it, but when you practice liking it, what other people think about you doesn't live up front in your mind anymore. It, and like everything, this is a course of practice. So when you start worrying about what someone else may be thinking about you, yo, take a pause and reframe things a little bit. Move your files around. Make sure that the first file you're pulling is the one that values you and values what you're sharing. And leave that judgment in the second, third, fourth, fifth, off the desk slot, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> You'll get there, I promise. With this practice, you will get there. <laughs> As part of that same Instagram post that this question came from, I followed it up with, how would it feel to live your life without worrying about what other people think about you all the time? I got just a couple of actual responses. Like I may feel free or healed, but for the most part, people said, I have no idea, which means that you're living your life more concerned about what other people think about you compared to figuring out what you think about yourself. I can tell you what it's been for me, not worrying so much what people think about me and how it's made my clients feel. Yes, it can be very freeing, but it's also generally powerful. It's powerful and empowering. It's commanding. It's owning it. It's literally the definition of owning it. Like you're not waiting for someone to tell you that you're great. You can validate your own greatness and keep speaking from that place. It feels a lot, like, a lot like laughing and smiling and straight up joy as you've experienced throughout this episode. <laughs> it's, it's a big sense of fulfillment because it's your self-confidence on fire and you're valuing yourself. In other words, it's bomb as fuck. I'm not going to lie. It's great. It feels so good and I want more of you to feel this. I just want to let you know, this process of showing up, speaking up, and taking action when you're worried about outside judgment, look, other people are going to have things to say about you, and yeah, that can influence you, and it may come with some embarrassing moments along the way as you learn and grow. This is also a practice of putting yourself out there and humility, you know, being willing to make mistakes and be wrong and learn how to do better moving forward. But guess what? All of these things help create a stronger version of yourself. So keep practicing at pausing and reframing or refiling, I guess I should call it. (laughs) Keep moving that fear of judgment back in your brain on that on that brain file filer and continue practice moving your courage up to that front file spot. I hope this was helpful and that you can begin practicing putting all of those valuable thoughts in that first first file slot because what you have to say is worthy of being shared and I can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Confidence Column. I hope that you enjoyed it and I'll meet you all back here next week.